What's up? Welcome to the college basketball show under the rim, as we call it. For why, now. Why is it under the rim? Something with gambling. Yeah. And us being white. Yeah. We do. We are very squarely. We're un- not above the rim. We play an under the rim type game. We do play an under the rim type game, and we like to bet unders. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. I just never asked. I just, you were asking me for titles, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I don't care. Combination of things, yeah. It's just being white. Yeah. Having a Imani Bates type game. Oh, Imani. Poor, sweet Imani Bates. We'll get into him. Mm-hmm. We'll get, we'll talk because he's playing in one of the few good non canceled games this weekend. For now. Yeah. That's the breaking news. For uh, now. Yeah, for now. It's probably going to, it's in Tennessee though. I don't know if they care as much, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how anything works. Do you think Ohio cares? Well, they were playing... Or in, Kentucky cares? They were playing in Nevada, so maybe Nevada. Obviously, Kentucky doesn't give a shit. Ohio, too, probably. Like, 50-50 on, on giving a fuck. Um, but yeah, that's the breaking news. There were two really great games this weekend. North Carolina versus UCLA. And one that I was really excited to bet on based on the Ken Palm line. Uh, Kentucky versus Ohio State. Both games were in Vegas for the like CBS Sports Classic or some shit. Uh, both games canceled due to COVID. I like how Ross asked yesterday. <laughs> He's like, canceled? Why? Yeah, I don't think, you know, too many injuries. Uh, no, not a rain out. <laughs> rain out. Yeah. Weather delay. Yeah. No, it's obviously it's fucking COVID. That's the only... It's ravaging through every sport right now. It is going fucking bananas. Again. Yeah. I guess. It's just I shooting know. through. I, but apparently, like, most of these people aren't even symptomatic. Yeah, because most people are vaccinated. Yeah, wasn't Baker Mayfield complaining about that? Because you only have to get tested if you're symptomatic and unvaccinated or something like Mm -hmm. that. And he was like, and then you test me. And I'm positive. You know, we we move the goalposts quite a bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's an ongoing pandemic. So I I guess you just got to adjust with what happens. Yeah, you just got to keep your head on a swivel. I'm just excited to get this variant. Omicron? Yeah, especially when I go home. Get the Omi? I'm sure that'll happen. I, you know I have to fucking carry my Vax card to go home? To fly? Not to fly, but to go anywhere in Philly. What? It's like New York. Weird. It's like I want to go to a restaurant, got to carry the Vax card. Want to go to the bar, got to carry a Vax card. You're getting carded again. Getting carded again. That's really fucking Makes weird. Great to feel so young. What, am I, what are you supposed to do if you didn't know that? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I got Vax. Tough I, shit, yeah, I guess. Fuck. Good Lord. You can just go to like a, does everywhere, I bet you like dive bars aren't like giving a shit. Like some place where there's. I don't know, maybe in Delco, like Barnaby's. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like the Melmont. We'll see. They have older clientele, so they got to protect them, you know. Uh, older clientele, not so much. It's uh, kids my age. Especially uh-huh. the Mont, Christmas night. Oh, it's going to be popping. It'll be every kid I went to high school with. Damn, that's that just fun. tradition. They'll all show their Vax cards, go in and give each other Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> Vaccine or not, apparently uh, Omicron wins. That shit's just jumping around. I guess. I don't Get know. Get your vax so it doesn't you know, hurt you if as much. If anybody more, but... tries to talk as if they're some type of authority figure or like have any idea of what's going on, they don't. Like no. Either side, like whether you're pro-vaccine, whether you're anti-vaccine, nobody knows anything about this shit still. Yeah, the one thing I'd be the most wary about is anyone being like, we got it figured out. Do you? I know it. Because it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. For any of you. Uh, anyway. So now we just have this. This is cool. We have this dark fucking cloud looming over all of sports again. Yeah. I mean, As playoffs are about to happen in fucking 
college football and the pro fo- and pros. Yeah, and you remember last year? This was around the time a bunch of dope games got canceled. Yep. Like Baylor Gonzaga won. Yep. Uh, yeah, we could have been exposed to uh, some helpful knowledge for that national championship game. No, I, I had all the knowledge I needed for, for that game. <laughs> I could have been exposed to some knowledge. <laughs> could have found out that Gonzaga was uh, a tier below. I would just say game I would just say soft. And and Baylor was mean. And yeah. Gonzaga was soft. Yeah. And they're soft again this year, I think. They seem a little Zogs. Yeah. Uh, for now. Yeah, we'll see how Chet Holmgren turns. Yeah, we've talked about that. He's we, young. We think Chet's a little... It happens. And, I mean, Amani Bates, too. We, we mentioned him earlier off the top of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think he's only, like, 17, right? 17 or 18. Because he, he has to stay in college for two years before he can go to the NBA. Okay, so that makes him pretty he's young. very young. Yeah, he's 17. Yeah. He was born a couple months before I graduated high school. God damn. Yeah. That's troubling. So do you, do you think with dudes like Imani Bates and Holmgren, like this is the first time they've had a hard time playing basketball in like five years at least? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. For sure. Imani uh, Bates is probably not. He, he's a, a child going against kind of like bigger adults. He's yeah. not ready for this shit. Right. And uh, that, that was kind of evident because uh, that Alabama game, Memphis finally gets off the fucking schneid. Mm-hmm. They finally pick up a. Pretty big dub. You know, they lose to two of the worst teams in the SEC, and then they beat Alabama, who's arguably one of the best teams in the SEC, or probably the best team in the SEC. Maybe. Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, one of the three. Yeah. Uh, And Amani Bates played 15 minutes. Yeah. Because he's a child. Yes. And he's not, he's just not going to go out there and fucking dominate. So, I mean, like, you got to think, like, some, like, junior who's roughly the same measurables as him, somebody who's got to defend him. And he's and the guy's been playing college basketball for like three years and is like good, you know, never gonna be an NBA player, but like he's a good college basketball player, like that type of guy. You gotta think he, he eats Imani Bates alive. Especially with those man, I every time we talk Imani Bates, I just cannot get over the fact that his like measurables are so bad. He's got a Zach Randolph jump to talk about Can, a Memphis can't NBA. Can't jump player. over a phone book. Yeah. Fucking I think he's taller than he his like his wingspan is short. He has tiny like T Rex arms. <laughs> The fact that he was like one of the most talked about recruits in the country solely because he, I guess maybe the youth, they just kind of mm-hmm. thought he would grow into something. I don't, I don't, I don't really fully understand it. He got a sexy name. He looks cool. He was being recruited by Penny Hardaway. And that's the type of thing too that happens with like, they talk about this in football where like people will get the Bama bump. Yeah. Recruits, right? Nick Saban starts taking a look and they get, get jump up a half star. Might have been kind of an indicator though when Tom Izzo's like, uh, you know what? We're good here. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're good here. Let him uh, Izzo and Juwan Howard. Both. Because he's from Ann Arbor. Yeah. So uh what I'm thinking though is Larry Brown during this Alabama game maybe got into Penny's ear. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh th- through a little coup d'etat himself. He's just like, Hey, it's me. It's your old pal Larry. Remember me? Yeah. Remember? Remember? Did I he used ever to play for, did he ever play for Larry Brown? Penny Hardway? Yeah. No. Yeah, because Penny was on the Magic, and Larry at that time. Coach was, Sixers, yeah. Um, Coach Penny Sixers. was on the Ma- uh, Lake or the Magic with Shaq, right? Penny, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, Larry Brown coached Sixers. The 
believe the Pistons, right, at one point? Yes. He yeah. coached the Pistons, a team that beat the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. That beat the Shaq and Kobe Lakers that hated SMU, each other. of course. They got, they got fucked that year when they didn't he's make the tournament. He's been all over. He's, he, Larry Brown's a great coach. And uh, the fact that he's an assistant coach, it, ma- it makes sense because he's 84 fucking years old. Um, yeah. He's old as hell. Um, but I think maybe he, ch- he might, might have, uh, maybe he's advising Penny a little bit more. Like, hey, our team's not bad. Right. Stop catering to the 17-year-old child. Right. To, to like up his draft stock. Who like adult, who the semi-adults he's playing against are just like killing. Right. And Amani Bates might be something someday, but it's not now. Yeah. And uh, maybe don't, you know, put your reputation and maybe your job on the line for this kid. If he wants to enter the transfer portal, so be it. Like, yeah. If he's, not, if he's not helping you, then who cares? Yeah. And if he's not helping you and doesn't want to learn, then that's what are you going to do? And I'm not saying Imani Bates doesn't want to learn or anything, but he's clearly not very helpful right now. Yeah, and maybe he needs to take a step back. Maybe he comes off the bench. Yeah. Maybe you start him, but like you, you just yank him immediately. Why not? Yeah, Limit just, his minutes. It is funny. Like This dude probably did not... Basketball hasn't been hard for him for a while. No. And now it's hard again. Yeah. Yeah. And that should be scary if you're thinking about, you know, him in the, the next level. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't really see how he translates to the NBA yet. But, you know, again, he's 17. Dude, fuck. I mean, even in, a, even in like, the fucking G League, where oh. you've got, like, actual ang- angry men playing against God, you. God, imagine if he, for, like, f- instead of going to college, went over to Europe and just got his lunch Oh, fuck. Just went over to, like, Barcelona and the, just got destroyed. Yeah, by S- Serbians and Spaniards that are just, like, grown-ass men. Mm-hmm. Especially the Serbs. Yeah. Those Serbs and Bosnians are just going <laughs> to eat him alive essentially uh but yeah monty bates not looking great you know what else isn't looking great your mizzou tigers my missouri tigers are absolute fucking dog shit the border war is back and it was a fucking it was a war crime is really what it was genocide yeah it was a genocide like it wasn't a battle there was no battle there I think uh, I looked up, I was watching Army Navy at a corner bar with our, our friend Jared Borslow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, other TV had the, the border war, Kansas-Mizzou. I looked up at one point, was it like 60 to 23 or some shit? It's, I mean, they won by 37. I didn't watch the game. I refused to watch the game. I, I put up Christmas lights. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, I was more interested in potentially falling off my roof than watching this game because I knew what was going to happen. Conzo Martin is a really, really nice guy. But he can be a nice guy somewhere else? Yeah, he's just not it. Classic uh, fraternity line, whenever yeah. you're considering whether or not to give a bid to a kid. Yeah. Man, he's a nice kid, but, you know, be a nice kid somewhere else. Yeah. Or, you know, when you get broken up with, you're really nice. It's not, it's not that you're not nice or a good guy or any. I just, I want to I wanna fuck someone else. I want to, yeah. You're just really not bringing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not fucking bringing it. He's had one top 25 recruiting class in his entire. Was that uh, Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, it was number four overall. Great recruiting, because it wasn't just Michael. It was uh, his brother, Jante, who was, who was our best player, probably in the history of Conzo's tenure here. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Which isn't saying much. No. And then um, there was another dude. Uh, uh, but he transferred out. But yeah, after that, his highest, I think, recruiting class was like 50th. Mm-hmm. Hasn't done better than that. Michael Porter Jr., I believe, played, what, like seven games for you guys? I think four. Now, that's not Conzo's fault. That's Michael Porter Jr.'s. Well, it's kind of on a guy that recruits a child a who vegan. is still developing and, uh, yeah, goes full vegan. Yeah. 
Well, it's not like there were other people there. His body's going to break. It's not like he, there was a lineup of five stars and he was like, I want that one. The rest of you go home. So does the Porter dad, or is it the dad or the uncle that the, still works for the him? The dad still works for him. Okay. I don't know what he does. He's an assistant coach. Fine. Great. I guess. Yeah. He, dude, we're bad. We're fucking bad. It's Detroit. not like you're bringing Phil Martelli in as an no. assistant. We're still losing, by the way, uh, a, a ton of great in-state recruits. Guys like Caleb Love at North Carolina, EJ Liddell mm-hmm. at Ohio State. Like, we're getting none. St. Louis, in particular, is fucking loaded with basketball talent these days. Yeah, St. Louis, Chicago. We've talked about it. Like, for whatever reason, they just they don't stay in state. Like, Illinois, every year, should be a wagon. Yeah. Mizzou should be a wagon. Illinois is halfway between Chicago and St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, Champaign is, I mean. Yeah, they, they, should be, they should be Duke. They should be fucking Kentucky, Kansas, like, but they're not. It's crazy. And Mizzou, this is, and the, the fucked up thing too is, is like the Baltimore area. Maryland should be a wagon too. Yeah, the DC, DC is great. Philly, New York. Mm-hmm. It's fucking and, weird. Any major metropolitan LA. city in the north? LA, but I mean USC. Come on, undefeated. And UCLA is not just a football school. They're taking advantage. But like, dude, and Conzo, you know how I talk about this sometimes? How if you're not going to get the best dudes which i think at this point it's more than fair to say that except for every once in a great while mizzou's not going to get that five star they're not going to get a high four except every once in a while you need to be a system school you need to be like tony bennett at virginia you need to run some crazy system that might have diminishing returns in the regular maybe season. not the year to make that reference it's fine he's gonna have a down year that people can't expect virginia to be Duke, Kansas, whatever the fuck. Like, it's, that's not. They're a system school. They're going to have down years. But they're, by, they, they're also by that Baltimore area. The DMV. They are. So, well, maybe they should be able to get more talent. Eh, maybe. I think they have, unlike Missouri, uh, pretty decent academic standards. Yeah, they do. It's a good school. What are you trying to say? What? Good athletes. I don't know. Ask, aren't smart? Ask Stanford. That's Northwestern. Stanford had a really good recruiting class in football this they year. They did. It was bizarre. They did. Very weird. Uh, David Shaw just going full-blown uh, Calipari now, just paying players. I hope so. Let me tight. But yeah, Conzo, his 22, 20, 2022 recruiting class, 51st. 2021 recruiting class, 50th. He's not, he's not fucking recruiting anyone. He doesn't even really have a system. It's just play tough defense and raise good men. So, like, I don't know. Be a campus. It's a system to live by. Yeah. Be, I, he can be the campus chaplain. Always be defensive fine. and be a good man. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. Do you see anything wrong with that, Giorgio? Not at all. It's a cornerstone of any good Midwestern program. <laughs> just good guys. Yeah, he's got to fucking go. It's just a fucking embarrassment at this point. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not fucking working. I can't. I, honestly, I don't even care that we hired him, though, because like one of the other main people we were looking at was Tom Crean at the time. Who's currently awful at Georgia, like or something like? So like, who could have saw that? Yeah, and like Frank Martin, who did make a Final Four, but now South Carolina stinks. It's, it's okay. First off, what do you expect from South Carolina? I don't expect basketball? anything. I don't expect anything. It's a miracle they made that Final Four. I'm fucking jealous, but yeah, is what it is. Got to move on. I say find a system guy, some guy who runs some not even like super wacky system, but it could be anywhere from you know pack line defense. Bayheim at Syracuse. Another or mo- you can just adjust. Get the talent. I mean, Cronin, his calling card at Cincinnati was always just like, 
play, move the ball, play great defense. It was kind of like, kind of a Virginia esque. But he also he was one of those. He's one of those guys that I think liked recruiting like a specific body type too. Yeah, but he's adjusted at UCLA. Yeah, because he now he now he's like we just play pro pro basketball. Yeah, because he can because he can get whatever he wants at UCLA. Right. But that take, I think that takes a big man to adjust the system around yeah. players. And Conzo doesn't adjust. Conzo makes zero fucking adjustments. It's fucking bad. And I, I can't even watch it. And I love college basketball. I can't even watch my own fucking team because they suck. Anyway, next up. Uh, is Baylor the best team in the country again? Uh, I, I don't know. I think Villanova probably isn't as good as we think. I mean. What I thought. Holding Villanova to 36 points is fucking obscene. Yeah, um, but when Colin Gillespie is your number one kind of option, it's probably not that great. He's no Dante DiVincenzo. Well, DiVincenzo didn't really go off to that national championship game. Yeah, that national championship game got him drafted. Yes. He's still in the league. Yeah, he still, still shoots. He, he, he gives good minutes to the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. He's got a ring. Got a ring. Got a ring on both levels. Fucking Dante. Yeah, no, those teams were loaded, though. Yeah, no, those, yeah, those Nova teams were absolutely loaded. Yeah, Where, uh, what do you, what's going on with Jay Wright's boys? You know, he just doesn't have the guys. I just said that about Bennett like two minutes ago, and you were like, "Nah, fuck that." No, it's just Con Gillespie can't be your number one option. Yeah, he'd be great fourth option. Yeah, but the yeah. guy that gets left open, yeah, and just starts drilling him. He's more, yeah, he's more of like an Archiacano. Okay. Which they have another Archiacono off the, off the bench, but he's not I, his brother. I just they're just all Italian names, so it doesn't matter. You all, yeah, he's got to have as an Italian, but mm-hmm. like the Italian cannot be right. Your primary school? No, 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 no. The Italian can't be number one. I, I agree with that entirely. I feel I feel like the Italian guys honestly learned how to play basketball at Villanova. Like he just finds Italians that attend Villanova. You think he goes to the local deli? Yeah, there's some scrappy kid slicing Just sweeping meat. the floors. Yeah. Sweeping up pig scraps. He's like, you're pretty tall. I've got, got a proposition for you. How about do you, uh, I don't know. No, don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, where, but, what, what is this accent you're giving to Jay Wright? No, it's just, he's a, he looks like a mob boss. Mob boss. He is. Dresses like a mob boss. Oh, not anymore. Is he wearing suits anymore? Depends on the day. But if he's going from suits to uh, like a sweatsuit. Yeah. Same thing. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's a mob. Yeah, still mob. A little low class, but whatever. It's, just, it's the weekend, I guess, type of thing. Gold chain. He needs to bust out the gold chain soon. I do agree with that. Like yeah. a, a pinky ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, dude, Baylor is uh, they're the number one team in Ken Palm. They will be the number one AP team, or they are the number one AP team. I can't remember. I think Purdue might still be holding that spot. No, not per- or uh, Baylor. Baylor is. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I couldn't remember when that Purdue loss was. That rad Purdue loss to Rutgers. That I, that I, <laughs> it's like the, I think they had the ranking for a day and they lost the Rutgers. Yeah. 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 That was their first number one ranking ever. Mm-hmm. Immediately gone. Immediately dead. Doesn't matter. It'll be fine. But yeah, that was funny. I left my child in the bathtub to go watch that final. First time ever ranked number one ever in Purdue basketball history. Yeah. Lose the Rutgers. Immediately. On a, on a like kind of badly defended last second shot. Okay. It was like a three quarter shot. Got to stay in front of him. You gotta no. S- you got to stay in front of him. No? Look what happened. You just chalked it up to bad luck. No. He made the shot. Stay in front of him. It makes it more difficult. It, makes, it decreases the chance if for Ron luck. If Ron Harper Jr. is going to hit a shot from, like, I don't know, 50 feet away, so be it. 
No. So be The guy just let him go past. He just kind of like Olay. Because they just took the lead he just, with three seconds left, and they're, they're, they're getting back on defense. They have no idea what's happening. No, they, he Olayed that. Bad defense from a white guy. Scrap it out. Whatever. Scrap it out. But uh, Baylor, so I, I kind of, I didn't look super duper deep into Baylor this year just because they won last year, and I was like, oh, they're going to regress. But, I mean, you know, they replaced those guards with uh, – They've still got they've still got upperclassmen guards. Basically, the, the statistically they're better on defense than they were last year, which yeah. is scary. They're, ri- they're ridiculous on defense this year. That Nova game probably helped. Although Nova shot, I think twenty two percent. So I don't know how much that is like Baylor's defense as it was. Like part of that's the defense, but part of that is like you just have that's on like you have to be just really off to shoot twenty two percent. Correct. Um, you know who we're also sleeping on? Hmm. Arizona. We are. I, I didn't put them in the rundown this week, but I do agree. We're sleeping. Big That's what on. I'm. I'm saying we're sleeping on them because I'm looking at the rundown right now. I'm seeing zero no Arizona mention of talk. Arizona. I haven't gotten a chance to like watch Arizona very closely yet this year. I didn't want to talk too much out more out of my ass than usual. Essentially, no. That, that's the pillar to a good sports show. Yeah, you just make things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's most of ESPN. Watch, watch. Honestly, like watch Arizona either lose in the second round or win it all. Either way, it's going to fuck a lot of brackets because I feel like no one's going to pick Arizona. You know, Sean Miller, he left the cupboard pretty, uh, pretty stocked. Yeah, because he paid to stock that cupboard. He, he buys a lot of groceries. He does. Yeah, of course the cupboard was it's stocked. It's a great house to get stuck in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those cupboards are never... During a storm, you Sean know? Sean Miller's cupboards are never bare. A very bored mother. <laughs> Plenty of canned goods. Yeah. A lot of frozen foods. A lot of cool, like, upper-class candy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting the... They get, like, they've got the fruit roll-ups and the Gushers packs. Nah, Lindor truffles. That's for the adults, though. Yeah. For the kids, they're buying the, they're buying the good shit. The uh, health food-branded fruit roll-ups. Dude, the HEB brand fruit roll-ups are fucking... Crazy. And they're, they're being led by a Canadian right now. Well, the Canadians did invent basketball. It's their leading scorer. So. Yeah, it's in his blood. Benedict Mathorn, he is uh, the, maybe perhaps the real Maple Jordan? Instead of... No, no, I'm kidding. Wiggins actually having a pretty good year with Golden State right now. Oh, yeah. Actually yeah. starting to fit into a good team. Took a, took a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took a minute for him to develop, but Wiggins is... Kansas guy, so unfortunately, finally looking good. I mean, if there's any team that's going to develop you well in the NBA, I feel like it's Golden State. It's a good-ass program. Uh, but, dude, Baylor, so what I was going to say is they replaced Mitchell and the other guard who I'm blanking on. Uh, they left. They were dope, but they, Kendall Brown's a five-star. Jeremy Sokin's a four-star. The rest of the depth chart is all do, juniors and seniors. Like, does this team, this team make another Final Four? Why not? this team make another deep sure. run? Sure. Who knows? Who cares? They play defense, and I, I was looking at their Ken Palm stuff. There, there was no, like, red flags. You know what I mean? There was no uh, – where I, I saw some stuff on Ohio State that I thought was a little weird. We're going to talk about them in a second. But, like, there's no – nothing with Baylor where it's like, oh, they don't make free throws or whatever the fuck. The only thing Baylor doesn't do well is get to the line. I think this is going to be a way more wide-open season than last year. Oh, yeah. It's- I, I don't think there's, like, a consensus – Two, three, four good teams. No, I think. everyone. I said everyone tops out at Illinois from last year. Maybe, I guess 
Baylor can just keep proving us wrong, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Ohio State, how do you feel about them? I mean, a lot of good, a lot of good, uh, you know, upperclassmen. You have EJ Liddell, who's right now potentially the player of the year in the country. Yeah. Holtman's a good coach for the most part, right? Yeah. That's a program that just keeps hiring good coaches. That's a school that just never misses on coach hires. Right. It's really frustrating. It is, because I don't necessarily enjoy Ohio State as a school. No. It's pretty whatever. But like, I don't hate them either. No, they're, I don't. They're I don't, pretty like, yeah, yeah. I don't have any strong feelings about them one way or the other. Like, if they win, I'm like, yeah, good for them. If they lose, I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm not like, fuck yeah, get the fuck out of here. Right. Ever. Like, at no point have I felt that way about Ohio State. Any animosity towards Ohio State. Or gotten much joy from them. They're just there. Actually, I did. The one time I did love Ohio State, I love that Mike Conley, Greg Oden team. Uh, yeah. That Mark, team was really fucking fun. Let's not forget Mark Titus off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Club Trillion. Uh, no, I like uh, right now they have Kyle Young off. The, um, I like a good white uh, sharpshooter with a sleeve tat. That's Ohio State 101, though. That's their shit. White, scrappy white shooter guy. Oh, I mean, Aaron Kraft didn't have a fucking sleeve tat. No, that's true. He was too clean for that. Also, wasn't really a shooter. Was more of a drive and go guy. Yeah, get to the line. Yeah. They're not super deep. They kind of pretty much just run too deep on every position that's pretty fucking deep if you're saying too deep at every position that's 10 guys no no i'm sorry they but they don't like it's not that it's which not. is fine all you need for the tournament is like a seven man rotation yeah seven, that's essentially what they run out seven now guys. you probably yeah you probably need to like beef that up for the regular season so your guys aren't tired by the tournament right but yeah i mean come tournament time seven guys you're fine yeah i guess unless you get into foul trouble which they don't really, like, they, they're mediocre on, in terms of fouling. They're not great. They're not bad. I, I like that they're upperclassmen. I love EJ Liddell, who I said earlier I'm pissed that, you know, fucking Mizzou missed on because they missed on everyone in state. Were we talking about this on air or off air? Where we were like, God, this is going to be like a four to six seed that you're going to be furious running into. Ohio State? Yeah. They, they, might, they might not be that anymore. Yeah, they could be. I mean, they're currently ranked what, like fucking fifteen in the country. Yeah, that would put you on that put you on the three or four line. Yeah, and they're only going to move up in the Big Ten. Maybe we'll see. Big Ten eats itself. Yeah, but losses don't count in the Big Ten. That is true. Every loss is a good loss in the mm-hmm. Big Ten. Quality loss. Even that Purdue loss to fucking Rutgers. They're like, God damn! Even Rutgers. Can- you don't just walk into Pescataway. Uh, you don't walk into, oh, fuck, their arena is so funny. What is the name of their arena? I was dying at this name the other day. Oh, yeah. You don't walk into Jersey Mike's Arena. <laughs> I never heard of Jersey Mike's until I went to Florida. So, like, I didn't even know there was Jersey Mike's in the it Northeast. It does sound like the type of restaurant that someone from Jersey, like, they moved to Florida, and then they opened, like, hey, it's Jersey Mike's. Right. And then, like, all the other Florida people are like, oh, it's a Jersey. It's, the food's got to be good. Like, any cheesesteak place around here is a Philly steak place. Right. Or, like, okay. Texadelphia? Texadelphia. <laughs> Texadelphia is trash. It's real bad. It's not good. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like gatekeeping cheesesteaks either. It's pretty easy to make. Yeah. Like, I'm, what? Every, everyone gives the Northeast too much credit because of the, the water. Makes oh, your bread special. Yeah, the pizza and the bread just so much better because the, the water. The ba- you can only, no bagels are the same as Northeast bagels because of the water up there. 
Does that just mean we have shitty water? Yeah, it's like Flint-esque. Well, there's a little more lead in the water. To, a little taste in that water. Yeah, and it just makes the bread different. Like, Why does lead make bread better? What if that's lead? the case, yeah. I mean, if it's a little bit of lead in the water up there, a little bit of something, something. Don't think it's lead in the water. It's just a little, hot, a little harder water, is that? My I mean, dad worked 45 years in water treatment operation. I will not have you besmirch. Okay, what is it then, Dan? Dan, we have a water expert on the show right now. Yeah, it's in your blood. How, tell us what makes the pizza dough and the bagel so good in the Northeast. Probably the sewage. <laughs> So you're saying sewage water? No. Is it a um, compounding thing because you eat so many bagels and pizza and cheesesteaks and then you shit it out and that's the sewage and then it goes back in? Yeah, it's like a cast iron skillet. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor just keeps compounding. Perfect. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's the Northeastern bagel shits. That make the bagels taste better. It's the circle of life. Circle of life. Yeah. In the Northeast, yeah. Um, that's why the bread's better. You heard it here first. We figured it out. This is a science show as well as a basketball show. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. People don't understand, but that's, that's what we do here. Uh, I like Ohio State a lot. That's definitely a team I'm going to keep an eye on. Because they might... The only thing I, I was worried about with Ohio State is they get the ball stolen a lot. So turnovers? You could just say turnovers. No, because they don't turn the ball over like with on non-steal turnovers. They don't get a lot of charges. They don't get a lot of like travels or th- throw the ball out of bounds and shit like that. It's just steals. They get so they the, just can't handle the ball. Yeah. So if they run into and we know for we know we've seen this enough. The committee likes to make fun. That's matchups. also that's also Baylor, right? So. Fucking Villanova couldn't get the ball down the court in that game because Gillespie's trying to like just dribble down yeah. and they're just pickpocketing them the entire time. He doesn't have the handles to deal with it. One, if a team like Baylor gets in your face, like yeah, I guess I would be really worried about Ohio State then. Well, see, well, that's the thing though. They like to do these mat. Like the t- the committee likes to make these matchups. They like to put strength versus weakness, weakness versus strength, or whatever. They did it. the perfect example. I called last year. I didn't call the win. Illinois. No. Abilene Christian, Texas. Loyola. Okay. I said that Abilene Christian was going to cover because they were one of the best teams at forcing steals in the country, and Texas was really turnover prone last year. Abilene Christian also had two dudes that just went off. Yeah. They but don't have that anymore. Texas had like, I think they had like 15 something turnovers. I'm going to actually look that up. Uh, anyway, but the committee likes to do that. They like, so it strength would, versus weakness. Yeah, because it makes good games. They, and people want to see upsets in the first round. It's really. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Okay, not weird. I mean, but they yeah, they just like to do it. I want to see because I, mean, I remember looking at the box score and being like, "Fuck, dude, Texas did a lot of turnovers." Yeah, Texas had sixteen turnovers. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Texas had twenty three turnovers in that game against Abilene Christian last year. Abilene Christian forced eleven steals, and then yeah, they just fucked him up. Uh, anyway, though, wouldn't be surprised if that happened to Ohio State. Uh, last, before we get into some sponsors, uh, can we also mention USC? Can we give a little I love know, to USC? Do we just need like Dan's Pac-12? Minute. I love the Pac-12. I know you do. I've been I've been a advocate of the Pac-12 for years now. Yeah, going back to our old company. I used to. I went to the Pac-12 championship for Colorado, yeah, you're, Washington. You're rooting for your buffs. Going, go buffs. And I was solely based off a uh, <laughs> fly by the seat of my pants call I made off after watching a Colorado football <laughs> motivational video. What? <laughs> like a hype video. 
Good God. I was like, oh, man, buffs are back. And they were. For a year. For a year. Yeah. They, that would be, that's a school I want to be good at football again. Colorado? Yeah. That's fun. Basketball, too. Just, mm. you don't care? I don't care. They've, they've never been good at basketball. They had Alec Burks. They're good this year. No, they're not. They're not. They might be fine. They're not good. Okay. <laughs> sure. They're fine, I guess. I, I, the Pac-12 right now is cooking. You They're got USC, even... you got UCLA, Arizona, Colorado. Not Col- Colorado is 80th in Ken Palm. They're 8-3, and three, sure. They're not good. That doesn't mean they're good. They're fine. They've lost to Southern Illinois. They lost to Tennessee. That's a good loss. That's fine. New Tennessee loss. and UCLA is fine. Um, that those are, yeah, those losses are fine. I don't care. But like, who else? They've played nobody else. They've lost to three of the four best teams they've played. Including Southern Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Who's a wagon? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking can't with this. Uh, but speaking of Ken Palm, we were talking about this the other day. Kind of some weird rankings going on over there. No love for Iowa State. I, none. What, what is happening, uh, In Ken fact, Palm? since we talked about that, and I, you were like, you know what Iowa State is? I was like, I don't know. Are they in the 50s? You were like, they're 50, exactly. They've dropped. Like they're 60 now? Uh, How? Like, because other teams jumped them. They're they, undefeated. Good wins. They've really good wins. Iowa, who they beat handily, is still ranked like 30 spots ahead. Memphis is ahead of them, and they, yeah. they cooked Memphis. Yeah. Iowa State has beaten Xavier, Memphis, Creighton, on the road, and Iowa. And they beat, this isn't like necessarily a great win, but Oregon State's a Power 5 team or whatever, a major, te- major conference team. They fucking beat them, too. No uh, goddamn luck. I need love. to see the math. I need Ken Palm to show his work. It's really bizarre. And like these games, by the way, they beat Xavier by 12. They beat Memphis by almost 20. They beat Creighton by uh, six points, yeah, I think. they only put up 47 against Jackson State, though. That is bizarre. What? Do you think that cost them? They dropped because they only put up 47 against Jackson yeah, State? Yeah, 100%. They, they, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty shitty that, to win 47 to 37 <laughs> against Jackson State. It's just good defense. Clearly, Dion's not recruiting for the basketball team as well. In fact, oh. Well, back, maybe he is. Back maybe, to, maybe it was the, the momentum they needed back to, to the, hold Iowa State to 47. Yeah. Back to the Conzo Martin thing really quick. The one good thing Conzo Martin's done in the last three years for Mizzou is that he got – Mizzou just signed the number one wide receiver in the country, Luther Burden, for this coming class, East St. Louis guy. Conzo's sister is the principal of the high school. Conzo is the East St. Louis guy. He got Luther Burden to, to play football at Mizzou, essentially. He's bros with his dad or something like that. So, Conzo, thank you for that. Thank you, Conzo. I appreciate you. So, the minute you cut him, he's gone. Yeah, Luther's gone. As soon as we, I, if we have to keep Conzo for another two years just to keep bringing in East St. Louis football players, fine. Fine. It's a sacrifice you're willing to make. Y- yeah, I guess so. I guess. Um, but, yeah, dude, they don't give a fuck about uh, Iowa State. And then there was – who else was, was over, overrated on this? Oh, LSU is 10th. LSU is rated 10th. Mm, I could see Will Wade kind of slipping Ken Palm a few dollars. Yeah. Just a little backhanded deal. Because I, I honestly think the committee probably factors in like Ken Palm's ratings. To I, like think their it, selections. I think at this point they do. Yeah. 100%. Why not? Well, just let him do the work for you. Right? Him and uh, Lenardi. Yeah. Just have those two get together. Bracketology and Ken Palm. And they just spit out a formula. Although Lenardi doesn't really, Lenardi doesn't really talk about who the best teams are. He just tries to predict what the committee will do. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really 
Bracketology. He teaches a class at Villanova. Does he? Either he Villanova told, or St. Joe's. I think you told me that before. One of the one of the you know, the the big five schools in Philly. Remember when St. Joe's was good? Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, was, Martelli's gone. I know. He's he's an assistant. That was fun. He punted on being a head coach. He's like, I'll just it's like fuck it. I'll join Jawan Howard. Just make six figs. Don't don't have that hard of a job. No. Fuck it. Why not? And then whenever you do coach, though, like whenever you a Michigan game is on the broadcast, they always mention you. Yeah. Like he's the only assistant coach other than maybe Larry Brown now that gets mentioned all the time. Yeah. I'm sure Larry Brown gets mentioned almost as much as fucking Penny does. And it's like, of course, Phil Martelli, they got, they got essentially another head coach as their assistant. Two coaches. Oh, it's so fucking. Yeah. It's fun. It's actually like getting praise for doing nothing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's being a backup co- like quarterback. <laughs> Which is. As we all know, one like, of the best jobs in the world. Yes, in the fucking world. Chase Daniel, he's like a hundred million dollar guy yet. You're essentially a consultant. Yeah. As a, as a assistant coach who was a former head coach. Yeah. It's a great job. Yeah, I respect it. Uh, you know what else I respect? Mybookie.com. Yes, mybookie. <laughs> oh, that's where we make our fucking picks. We make it at mybookie.com, motherfuckers. It's where we make. Our gambling picks. Wilder vs. Fury, Mayweather vs. Pacquiao, electric personalities that produce big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no goddamn different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with MyBookie. MyBookie has the best odds and prop bets for Paul Woodley, too. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 using the promo code DRINKINBROS. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley, too, at MyBookie.com. As much as we'd like to see Jake Paul eat canvas, eat Tyron Woodley's fucking fist, he's he's looked good in previous matchups, even with Woodley, even though I think Woodley won that fight. And uh, Woodley, he had to train for this fight on short notice, so the odds seem to be in Paul's favor. We think maybe you should... Uh, I'm actually rooting for Woodley, but Paul might be the way to go back in the problem child here uh, in terms of smart money. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using the promo code DRINKINBROS. Head to mybookie.com today to place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch this grudge match. Get settled with Paul versus Woodley, too. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Next up, we've got Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS. They're the best beds in the world. That's they're what you need to to get. You need you need to if you need to buy a bed, you need to go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Dan sleeps on a ghost bed. Every night. Every goddamn night. They're super comfortable. Don't go to some weird strip mall store where the guy selling you the mattress probably also sleeps on and does other stuff on those mattresses uh, at night. Just go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They're running two really good deals right now. Uh, I'll tell you about them to order the size of the discount. Both are large discounts. First one is a bundle deal. You get 40% off when you bundle one of their four mattresses uh, with their adjustable base, and then you can throw in whatever else you want into your cart from there. Pillows, sheets, weighted blanket, mattress topper, more mattresses, whatever. Whatever you put in your cart, You'll get 40% off if you do the bundle deal. However, maybe you need to shop a little more a la carte. That's fine, too. You'll get 30% off anything you buy at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros with the promo code drinking bros. So if you just want, like, one pillow, that's fine. If you need, like, two mattresses, but you already got bed frames or whatever, that's fine, too. 30% off your entire order with the code drinking bros at uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And by the way, these mattresses are made in America. They've got a 20-year warranty. You can try it 101 nights for free, and if you don't like it, you can send it back. Uh, you can finance the mattresses. It's like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Uh, you don't need great credit to get them. Yeah, just, just if you want to buy a mattress, Ghostbed's the, Ghostbed's the place to do it. They say that you'll get such good sleep, it'll scare you. 
Does it scare you? It does. Do you wake up afraid? Terrified that yeah. I have to go work a job every goddamn day. Yeah. When I could just be sleeping in my ghost bed. Yep. I'd rather just sleep all day. I, I agree with that. You know what's better than real life? Like the dreams I have. I want to be, I want to be one of those old people in Inception where like they walk into the basement and they're like, they're just, they're just sleeping. And then like the old unnecessarily foreign man is like, they're living. In a ghost bed. Yeah. yeah. They're all on ghost beds. They just, they just got, you know, it's just all these people like getting young and like banging and flying, turning into angels in their dreams. Mm-hmm. That's the life I want to live. Yeah. I don't want reality. It seems stupid. See, I mean, I like my kid. Life's cool. But we can all go into the dream together, mm. Inception style. You could do it without your kid. No. Like the kid. Kid stays. You can still return the kid, right? The kid stays in the, well, you, I guess because will still take him to a. Do you have a receipt? A firehouse. You, you, don't, you don't need to. Shove a, it back? You don't need a receipt to, to take him to the fire station. You can't put him back in my wife. No, it doesn't work that way. No. Can't staple the umbilical cord back on. You could. I guess you could try. <laughs> Could your girlfriend help out with that? Is there a holistic way to do that? I'll ask. Yeah. Like, it's just a uh, baby reinsertion. Just, he came out a little undercooked. Just convert it back into mana and give it back to the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As nourishment. So you just wanted to eat the baby? Like in the Vavitch? <laughs> Those are good stem cells, right? I don't think they're as good once they're out. But you can harvest them still. I don't know if that's true. I think... No, it's the adrenochrome now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And again, this was all in the Vivit. Did either of you watch the Vivitch? I did not watch How's the Vivitch. Could you, like, cycle that into you and you just get younger? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they do in the Vivitch is... It's Blood Boy. The witch steals the baby, mm-hmm. puts him in, like, some sort of butter churner, like, stomps it ground... That's Hansel and Gretel, right? That's the, that's the Vivitch, too. And uh, then she rubs it all over herself and she gets young and hot again. Okay. It was pretty effed up. I, I, I would have preferred to not see that on film. That was pretty pretty. Was sick. it kind of modern based or was it? No, it's like during like, you know, Puritan days. Okay. And she just rubs it all over her skin like a, like a Purell face oil. Yeah. It's all that. Na- Your girlfriend might do this too, to be honest. A very all natural, uh, just regimen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It wasn't great. It wasn't as bad as like bone tomahawk. You watched that as well? You've seen, you haven't seen Bone Tomahawk? No. Did you see Tusk? No, I didn't see Tusk. Okay. Are you showing your baby these movies? Uh, no, I'm not doing Bone Tomahawk until he's six uh, months. Okay. He's too young. That's responsible of you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Have you seen Bone Tomahawk? No. Why has no one seen Bone Tomahawk? Just watch, just go YouTube the, bo- the scene from Bone Tomahawk. Just write Bone Tomahawk scene, and you'll find what I'm talking about. This is annoying. I, I just, the, the, from 2015, the Kurt Russell horror western? Yes. Bone Tomahawk. That just sounds sexual. Well, it's not. Although they do some, something to somebody's sexy parts. Oh. Yeah. They feed With it a in, tomahawk? Yeah. They, they cut it off and feed it to him? No, I wish. That'd be better than what happened? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. This makeup is uh, horrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do some fun stuff to the women in the tribe as well. It's a it's a fucking gnarly movie. Define okay. fun. Um, cut their legs and arms off and pluck out their eyes and just use them as baby factories. They're still alive after all that pain. Yeah, I think huh. they soldered the wounds. And they just lay there and get fucked, and then 
get, put out babies. They impregnate stumps? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a really fun movie. Okay. Good, good Halloween flick. You keep using this term, fun. Yeah. Using it facetiously. Do I just turn it on for uh, New Year's Day with my parents? Yes, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's good. Do it when you're really anxious. Hungover, anxious. There's actually, uh, so Iowa State plays Baylor on New Year's Day. Ooh. I'm excited for that. What is the I won't watch it because there's football on, but I'll I'll pay attention. What is the, I might watch it depending on when the game's going on. 1 Uh, p.m. It's going to be a lot of good football. A lot of good football. Iowa State. Is a eight-point dog, according to Ken Palm, in that? Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like the under on that. We're going to find out a lot about Iowa State next year, like the beginning of the new year, because they got Baylor, Tech, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas Tech again. Yeah, I mean, it's the fucking Big 12, dude. Yeah. That's, that's a... Oh God, the Big 12. So they're not going to be able to relax until uh, January 29th against Mizzou. Uh, yes, that is when they'll be able to chill the fuck out. <laughs> Should be fun for them. Then Kansas, Texas again. Ugh. I mean, even West Virginia on the road. Like, that's, that's fucking brutal. Yeah, man. The Big 12 is a murderer's row. It's not fun. Um, tonight we have a fun game. I don't know how I feel about this for game. For now? Right? Yeah. Do we? Do we have a game? Uh, it seems like it's going to be played, as far as I know. Okay. Nova at Creighton. Nova's a five-point favorite. Um... I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Actually, actually, they're five point on Ken Palm. Let me see what they are. On I my, think my, I saw six and a half today. Really? Yeah. The, Nova's a six and a half point favorite. Yeah. Wow. Creighton. Creighton just lost to Arizona State at home. Wait, they did? Yeah. I thought they won that game. I turned it off. No, they lost. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, that's awful. They did have a good win against BYU. Uh, but yeah, they lost to Iowa State at home. Do so you think Nova this is a pretty easy game for Although Nova? Arizona State's getting hot. They beat Oregon. They beat Grand Canyon. Well, Oregon our school. Yes, Oregon might suck. <laughs> Oregon might suck. That, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon has not lived up to uh, to the hype so far this year. Who, who they lost to Stanford, St. Mary. That's fine. Oh, they wait. got rolled by BYU. Yep, Oregon's five and four. Dude, yeah, they got blown out by Houston too. I mean, even St. Mary's beat them by 12. Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, it's not, not great. Yeah, I like Nova to roll in this game then. Mm, I'm going to rob a Creighton. The points. Was it six and a half or six whatever? Six and a half. I'll take that. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. They, I just, they just seem so shitty that I don't know what, what to do. Uh, UNC versus Kentucky, canceled. We do have another fun one, though. Kentucky, Ohio State, canceled. Yep. Uh, um, sorry, uh, Tech, Gonzaga. Where's this game at? It's in Phoenix. Gonzaga's a six-point favorite. Why is the game in Phoenix? It's just one of those fucking... Yeah, I know. It's beginning of the year. Yeah. Where it's just like, we're going to have a hundred different tournaments, hundred different competitions where it's like, oh, it's the fucking WCC versus Big 12 challenge that you didn't know existed. <laughs> right. Uh, <sighs> Gonzaga wins pretty easily, I think. I, I, if it ends up being a six-point line, like Ken, Ken Palm's predicting... I kind of love that for Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I like I, I'm I'm probably gonna take those points pretty pretty handily. Yeah. Um, Memphis Going versus down Memphis. What? No, it's walking in Memphis, walking with my feet ten, ten feet, feet off, off of you. I was walking in Memphis. And by the way, we're singing the Mark Cohn version. Cher can get the fuck out of here. 
Cher's, Cher's yeah. version is dog shit. Also, the game's in Knoxville, right? Nashville. Oh, it's in Nashville. It's a neutral site. Okay. Although I do think that probably favors UT a little bit. You ever been to the uh, Bass Pro Shop in Memphis? The Pyramid? Mm-hmm. No, but I hope that's all they find of this nation. <laughs> when it's over? Yeah. I hope that's the last thing that... 10,000 years from now, that's what I want it's to be It's the only left. thing that still yeah. stands. Yes. It's that Bass Pro the whole, Shop. The entire country. I love Tennessee here. I think what Memphis did against Alabama was a product of a Memphis being okay, but let's be real. They play fast paced. They play AAU basketball. Alabama kind of does their own version of that where Mm -hmm. they're just like, we're just going to jack up shots. They didn't make that many shots. And uh, I think it was a product of Alabama just missing shots and Memphis taking advantage of that fast pace. Yeah. And Tennessee, I think there's a little, uh, there's some beef there. Obviously, it's in-state rival, but... Um, Tennessee Rick, plays pretty fast as Rick well. Rick Barnes and uh, Penny Hardaway do not like each other. Uh, I did not know that. Uh, Rick Barnes has come out and talked a lot of shit about Penny Hardaway. What, his recruiting tactics? Just as a person, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I believe Penny Hardaway also said that I don't respect that man. Great. About Rick Barnes. Yeah. So uh, I think there's a little extra... Okay. Something here. Oh, so I, I, like I think Tennessee is a better team. I think Tennessee covers easy. Yeah, I like the five points there for sure. I think this, that, this could end up being an ugly double-digit game. Tennessee has the number one ranked defense in the country. And I feel like that's not going to bode well for Memphis, who seems... Unless, awful. you know, they keep benching Imani Bates. Yeah, right. Going to need to do that. Um, here's an interesting one. I'm going to pick some extra games here just because... Uh, we need to because there's some canceled ones. Your Knights against Florida State in Sunrise, Florida. It's a suburb of Miami. Mm-hmm. Florida State's a one-point favorite on Ken Palm. Florida State has not beaten a top, like, 80 team this year. Florida you, State stinks. The yeah. ACC stinks. Yeah. Florida State Who's does, the third best team in the ACC right now? Who's first? Duke? Duke. North, North Carolina. Carolina. Who else? I don't fucking know. Who's three? Wake? Notre Dame? No, Notre Dame's awful. They beat Kentucky, but like they're awful. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in the 50s in Ken Palm. I, yeah, I don't fucking know. It's, not, it's not, a good, not a good conference. Man, they're down in all the sports. Mm-hmm. Oof, ACC. Maybe it's time to just cancel the ACC. Divide them up between the Big Ten and the SEC. You hear that, Giorgio? Get rid of the ACC. Defund the ACC. Uh, I like the ACC. The SEC is the real problem. It's just it became too big, too powerful. It's the empire. Yeah. The ACC was never good at football. Occasionally, they'd have one team that was okay that could compete with the big dogs, but never going to be a traditional conference. They had basketball on lock. It was the New England old money, ritzy, preppy white girl schools. You know, they, they, they knew their lane. They need Maryland back. They do need Maryland they do, back. They do. Maryland as a Big Ten team is stupid. I agree. Maryland and Rutgers in the Big Ten makes less sense than Mizzou in the SEC. Rutgers I'm fine with. Because it's dirty. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's fine. Jersey people are hard, kind of like SEC people, Midwestern people. Big Ten, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually, this is a good day for uh, maybe a little parlay because we also have Baylor at Oregon. This is in Eugene. Mm -hmm. And I know we've been... Not giving the the home team enough credit, but Oregon has gotten their shit kicked in at home. Mm-hmm. Well, 
weren't weren't those games on the like semi home? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, BYU was in BYU was in uh, was a semi home game. Portland. They did lose the home game to Arizona State in OT. Yeah. So okay, but they haven't. Yeah, they beat SMU pretty handily at home. What's the line? It's like eight. I'll take Oregon in the points. Really? Yeah. Okay. I might like. I might this is like, like a do something game. Like show us something. Show us a pulse. Yeah, it is. Uh, I like Baylor here. I think Baylor fucking dominates. This is a good game for an under, by the way. Because uh, right now they're predicting 138. I could see that being under. I could see Baylor choking them out. Um, like Dan Altman's got to get something going, right? No. He can have a down year. Teams can have a down. Like, I, it's, it's weird to me that people get antsy with one bad year. I wasn't antsy two years ago with Conzo Martin. Now I'm antsy because we're in year five and there just doesn't seem to be a plan. But like year three, it's like, okay, year one, he got unlucky. We made the tournament though. And then it looks like we're going to make the tournament next year. And we did lost in the first round again. But now it's just like, where, what the fuck is even happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever, they're going to have a bad year. It's really, it's, you know, it's like college football. They fucking fire people too fast. Um, here's an interesting one for uh, Monday because we won't do a show before these games. Creighton at DePaul. DePaul's a one-point favorite. DePaul. Yeah, right? Yeah. I like that pretty... Home game? Yep, home yeah. game. In the Windhurst Arena, mm-hmm. wherever, wherever the fuck that is, where DePaul is, I guess. The Windhurst? Like Brian? Windhurst. No D. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I thought Brian Windhurst went to, like, Kent State. <laughs> no. I think he did, though. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. I don't fucking care. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. But yeah, I like DePaul there. I like that. If it ends up being a one-point line, even a two-point line. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like that for DePaul. It's kind of a weird travel situation going to like Chicago, a weird part of Chicago. Speaking of Winhurst, though, like, has anyone rode the coattails of one person more than Wendy? Who do you ride the coattails? LeBron. Of? Oh. And now he's just got like a full-time gig at ESPN where he's on TV all the time. He's, not, he's a big man. Yeah. Not necessarily the most handsome man. Maybe. I don't really... Brian Winhurst doesn't take up a lot of uh, real estate in my brain. <laughs> I love Wendy. Just for what he is. Just a, a morbidly obese man is on your TV all the time talking about the NBA. Yeah. Oh, I am looking at him now. Yeah, that is that is a big boy. You can be whatever you want when you attach yourself to the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah, when you attach yourself to the... Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, no. Just kidding. Hit, no. the, hit the siren. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. So that works too. No, yeah, not, the goat. not even top five. Fair enough. Uh, it's time for our real estate future real estate agent of the week. Yeah, it's a good one this week. I disagree with this. Really? Yeah. You don't think Matthew Mayer is going to be selling some real estate after he's done playing for our number one Baylor Bears? He's going to be a semi-professional basketball player. Is he? Yeah. Because right now, he's not getting a ton of minutes. Like, he's got an okay stat line. He's 6'9". He's averaging... So? He can shoot. He's going to be playing in, like, Greece. That's great. You're saying, you're saying, you're saying Matthew Meyer mm-hmm. couldn't go over to, like, Turkey right now? Great. He'll make some money in Turkey, get a little nest egg, and then start his real estate business. He also just, he, I'm, not, I'm not buying a house from this man. Have you looked at him? I know. That's not a face I trust. It is in Waco. He goes to work for Chip and Joe and their real estate company. 
They love him. They trot out one, a fun Baylor alum. Look at him, Matt. Look at Matty Bayer. Still got the mullet. He's, he's still got a dirty stash. He's 32. If he's, anything, he's going to attach himself to like a failing college bar or like a restaurant. Maybe a restaurant. This is Baylor we're talking about. Right. I mean, the food options are limited. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's going to be next to the In-N-Out they just installed like In Waco. two years ago. Yeah. It's going to be like Maddie's, Maddie's Burgers or something or Maddie's uh, Chicken. Okay. It'll be open for six months and it'll go under. <laughs> then he goes to work for Chip and Joe. He uses his face to sell. His goofy, doofy face and mullet. They trot him out. He's a mascot for, he's a mascot for uh, what is it, Magnolia? Magnolia Real Estate. They, he's, he, they bring him into clothes when some Baylor alums aren't quite sure. They're like, remember national champion? I think he needs Matt another, over here. He's going to need another ring for that to happen. I don't think so. You can That's sell, Baylor's first ring ever. I know, but you can sell two ring, Matty. <laughs> not one ring, Matty. One ring is car dealership, two ring real estate. You're not, you're, you're not closing homes with one ring. Okay. Yeah. So you, you think he's topping out at cars right now? With it, his mullet, yes. He's topping out at cars. If he stays as a grad assistant coach... He can move up to commercial real estate. Okay. I'm telling you, man. This guy's going to get a job with Chip and Joe. Not to mention, he's from Westlake. I know. He'll just come here. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he'll make the, the uh, Colt, not Colt McCoy. What is it? Case McCoy route? Sell some commercial? He sold us I mean, if he, did, uh, if he did office. residential in Westlake, man's good. He'd make a killing, but you're, you're not going to trust this man in Westlake. Yeah, he's I don't. He's going to need not, a haircut. I'm not buying a house from a Westlake house. I'll buy a house in Waco from him. I'll buy a house from him in East Austin. Yeah. He shows up to the open house with like a six pack, cracks you a beer. Certainly in Cedar Park. Well, also would, the real would... estate here just sells itself. Right. It is really. Uh, he doesn't really have to do anything. No, not, not do a goddamn thing. He is from Westlake, which is really funny because he looks like he's from Waco. Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't strike me growing up, uh, up in the hills here in Austin. For those who don't know, Westlake is uh, a hilariously. Actually, it's not even, like, that wealthy. Like, I've seen wealthier parts of other cities. It's pretty wealthy. It's just the real estate there is crazy expensive now because it's, you know, It wants Austin. to be wealthy. Like, it's, it's just under the super wealthy old money here, so everyone yeah. who has new money and can like get in somewhere mid, goes to Westlake. You know? yeah. yeah, no, these, this is, we're not talking, like, old money. This isn't, like, Dallas money. It's not, like, you know, East Coast type of money. It's just really, it's just really rich. It's like I had a syndicated sitcom on the WB in 2010, and now I'm trying to buy a home. I was just going to say doctors. (laughs) Like, it's like doctors, but they're the first generation of people making money in their family. Like ER surgeons, like not real doctors. No, like real doctors, but it's like they didn't come from money, though. Do you know what I mean? It's new money. Like, they're (sighs) the first, they're the first ones. You know what he's going to do? What? He's going to come back to Westlake. He's going to be a shot doctor, like a, a like one-on-one coach that Westlake moms will hire for their kids. Ooh, I like that. And he'll just go all around Westlake teaching kids how to shoot a jumper and then pork their mom when... Youth sports and mother please. banging is a, a w- untapped well. Like, that, that, that's a never run straight. Yeah, dry. why aren't you teaching wrestling classes? Because it wasn't popular until now. Okay. You still got a penis? I do. You still know for how to now. wrestle? For now. I, I, I use it or I'm going to bone tomahawk you. <laughs> That's fair. I have to get famous on here, beat Dakota, get a bunch of Instagram followers, and then start a school. Yeah, or can you beat Tim Kennedy at all? 
He's a no. large, angry man, no. and he's still working out as hard as ever. Okay. It's a. Have you ever shaken Tim's hand? I've not. It's like steel. You're like, what is this guy made of? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I always got coward vibes. <laughs> Kidding. Who is his buddy who was on recently <laughs> who swam through all the rivers when they were was just here? Yeah. I forget. R- uh, Robido. It's, it's funny because he's like, two of him uh, makes one Tim. Robido. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, Tim's a, Tim's, a, see, Tim's a badass guy. Well, he's just so big maybe you'll to get, be that badass. Maybe after you beat up Nunez, you'll, uh, you'll go get to jail. Classy. <laughs> I will say for like pound for pound, he's probably the most terrifying human being in the, on the planet. Tim Kenny. Because he will kill you with his hands and he will kill you with weapon, like anything. Yeah, yeah he, he's a master of weapons as well no, as... There's yeah. no distance at which he can't kill you. Like he's the number one overall draft pick if you're in like a post-apocalyptic society. Yeah. You, you need him on your team. 100%. Let's be honest, we've made good friends here. I feel like we've done well getting ready for our oh, post-apocalyptic... Yeah, like if shit hits the fan, I think we're on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. I just, we just sent out a group text. Office? Question mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that we're moving out to the country a we little bit. got a bit, compound. Yeah, we have a whole fucking compound. I feel like Jared is going to just plop some sort of heavy machinery there. Whether it be like a car with a Gatlin gun on it. Yeah, or right. some sort of modified boat vehicle. Yeah. Some sort of duck boat with yeah. several like mounted 50 cows on it. Yeah. What's a boat? It's like a duck boat version of the Apocalypse Now Swift boat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's but it's still like paddled by your feet yes yes 100 percent. all right that's all i got that's all i got let's fucking go later